Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. Um, This week's episode is pretty exciting. It's a continuation of last week's episode and going in a little bit more about um, just like some aspects of health and fitness and a little bit more of like incorporating that into our life. Um, A lot of people like to call it a healthy lifestyle and a balanced lifestyle. So I kind of wanted to go into that a little bit. And last week's episode was a little bit more of a baseline, so it kind of gave you guys an idea into like what my fitness journey kind of was about and like why I started and why I wanted to do it. Um, And then this week's is just going to be a part two of the fitness series that I have been trying to do on my podcast, Um, going a little bit more into like what it takes to get like started into a healthy lifestyle, what you need to incorporate, how to like incorporate being active in such a busy time in your life, whether you are or not. Um, And then just like our tips and tricks that I've learned over the years that have helped me and that I kind of wish I knew before I started. So that way, I don't know, I could have had a better journey. But honestly, the best part about like fitness journeys is that like it is going to be like either great or you'll have like a a great time for like a few months and then you kind of make a mistake and then you learn and you grow from it. But that's like basically the whole point of it, right? You have to learn from the things that you kind of didn't do correctly because no one's fitness journey is going to be a straight uphill, like progressing a great, like a progressive line. It's not going to be like, you know, straight uphill. It's going to be bumps and there's going to be like some increasing and decreasing and all that stuff that you use in math terms but we don't talk about math on this podcast because math (laughs) sucks but um I wanted to do this episode um with one of my good friends that you guys previously have seen or heard on the yeah heard you can't see her but like you know what I mean (laughs) that like has been on my episode or has been on an episode previously so um go ahead and introduce yourself man (laughs) (laughs) oh hi everyone it's Alicia also known as Alize I guess I have two names um I prefer Alize but Alizia is also just fine but yeah I'm grateful to be back on this podcast and I'm really excited for this subject and I'm really excited to talk about with talk about it with Serena as well so yeah let's just get right into it (laughs) yeah I remember like even in college we would always talk about like healthy eating and stuff like that because we're just like should I do this today or like should I I haven't exercised this week and we were just like very like on top of it which is really good yeah we were Um, like each other's motivators and also like you deserve the cookie today you worked hard yeah we would tell each other that a lot of times (laughs) no totally eat that cookie you know what it is what it is like you live one life just eat it and then you're like you're right and then we would get the Starbucks cookie or the 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 bites cookie. Oh, the bites one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one was really good. There's this place on campus called Bites. A lot of you already know because my viewers are of the UCR alumni <laughs> or still students at that school. But Bites is like the best. They had like really great cookies, and then they had like good coffee if you just needed something and you didn't want to go all the way to Starbucks because they sold Starbucks products, which was nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um. So I wanted to get started with that. Honestly, I was going to give you guys some updates on my week, but it honestly, there there really hasn't been much. Um, 
I've been working a lot and I've been working out like I normally do. Um, and nothing really exciting kind of happened. I'm just kind of chilling at the moment. But yeah, I wanted to just kind of get into this because I feel like there's going to be a lot of really great content and a lot of great tips and stuff that we've learned over the years that I think would be really helpful. Um, and especially with the situation right now and like maybe your guys' gyms aren't open, um, maybe we could give you guys some tips and tricks on how to kind of start, you know, being active and starting a like healthy lifestyle when you're at home and then you don't have access to the gym. There's obviously still great things that you can do. So yeah. Thanks for joining me on my episode this no, week. I'm excited okay. that we're going to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Cool. Let's get started. One of my first questions All right. that I would Ready? like to have is, um, obviously, last week I talked about my fitness journey. So, mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to see what yours kind of looked like. I know we briefly, briefly talked about it mm-hmm. in our episode, but now is your chance to shine and spread all of the tea. All right. <laughs> So I started my fitness journey the summer um, right after my freshman year of college. So that would be July of 2017. And I'm going to go ahead and get into like a little story time and tell you why I started this health and fitness lifestyle and my motivation behind it. So um, it was summer right after my freshman year and after my freshman year I put on 15 pounds or so not even 15 I don't even know the exact amount but I put on some weight um due to like the stresses of college you know you're going through being on your own for the first time learning I was commuting for the first time to a school all the schoolwork, and anyway I was just so happy that I got through my freshman year and it was in the summer Mm -hmm. and so in the summer, it was, um, I had my religious holiday, which is Eid. It's an Islamic holiday. And on that day, you're supposed to, you know, spend time with family, friends, go to the mosque, do your prayer. And you're also supposed to wear um, your best attire. So whether it's new clothes, fancy clothes, whatever you feel good in. And so that so usually on that holiday we take a lot of pictures and you're calling friends and family and relatives and so I had a really cute outfit I had my hair done I had my makeup done I felt cute and um I was taking pictures for the gram because you know you as you do as you do you know as you do you work so hard you need to get a post on IG Mm -hmm. if you didn't take a picture that event basically did not happen (laughs) exactly that's just how it is so um, I took some some pictures and I felt cute when I was taking the pictures and then I was reviewing them later on and I was like, I don't like them. And I'm like, why don't I like them? My hair is good. My eyeshadow is good. It lasted. I love my outfit. I like was so excited to wear it. And I'm just like, it's me. I My cheeks were chubby. I felt bulky. Any angle I took the picture at, I just felt really unflattering. And it was just kind of an awakening because I was just like, how did this happen? Who is this person that I've become? I don't recognize this person looking at me and I don't like what I'm seeing and I don't like how I'm feeling. Yeah. It's kind of like when you like look back, because I do the same thing. I think like before I started, 
um, I was still pretty happy and like living my life and not caring. But then I guess that was also like at a time where I was studying abroad. So like when I came back, back into like reality, you're just like, wow, like look at how completely different I look. Mm-hmm. And you kind of lose that like confidence, you know, that you had. And it kind of just, it fades away a little bit. And then honestly, once I started, like it just started to come back because then you feel more confident in your ability to do things. And even if like, it's a very slight change, um, physically, like mentally, it's like even more of a change, which is awesome. You know, we appreciate that. Yeah. So yeah, so I was not happy with those pictures. And I the day after that holiday, I decided I want to make a change and I'm going to become the person that I want to become and feel confident in and um, just feel and look my best. Yeah. I always had this like, so as like a young adult, like middle schooler, elementary school, I had this like, like idea of who I wanted to be when I entered my 20s like Mm -hmm. I was like when I enter my 20s I'm gonna have myself all together I'm gonna have good hair my skin I'm gonna feel and look my best and wear what I want Mm -hmm. and that summer when I was not um you know I wasn't feeling or looking my best Mm -hmm. uh I was like I'm 19 I'm about to turn 20 within a year if I don't start making changes in my life now then I'm never gonna start so yeah that was kind of like my why for starting I knew I was about to enter my 20s and I did not want to enter my 20s feeling low confidence not feeling my best I was like if I have to make a change I have to make a change now and there's no time for waiting yeah I feel like I started for obviously like completely different reasons but all in all the same kind of effect happened in that like once I did I instantly felt better and I guess Mm -hmm. you could say like some of like the actual physical aspects of it were like kind of the same in that like I wanted to just feel better because I think like when I before I started I didn't feel like I had a lot of energy all the time Mm -hmm. I always felt really lethargic and I would be exhausted um sometimes when I was like just like (laughs) so sad but like if I'm walking somewhere like the walk from lot 30 to campus was so much and it would just like oh, make me so tired. It was brutal. It was. But like now like I can totally do that and be mm-hmm. fine. Um and like I would feel a lot, like I would obviously I feel a lot better. So I did it for like those aspects too. Um just wanting to feel a little bit better and like more yeah, more confident um but obviously just for like the actual physical effects which is really crazy because like sometimes when people say like, oh, if you're really tired or lethargic um, or you just feel like you're lacking energy, then like sometimes exercise really helps with that, Mm -hmm. Um, which always sounds like odd. Like you're like, what? Like how would that help if I'm like tired? You want me to exercise? Wouldn't I be more tired? It's like, (laughs) yes, you would, but you would, I don't know, you feel refreshed instantly, like right after a workout because like you just your energy is reserved, like, your energy comes back, Um, you're just, like, you moved your body, so your body didn't sit for so long, and it, like, got its blood flowing, so you just feel even more refreshed, and, like, just better, but, yeah, hey, I definitely agree with you, and so, my heaviest was 170 pounds, and my friends would want to go on a hike, 
or do like some easy kind of workout and I couldn't even do like a easy workout or easy hike without breathing so heavy and like just feeling so sluggish yeah and like I just felt so lazy inside all I wanted to do was like sit every five seconds which was Mm -hmm. uh, was just not healthy yeah I think what you said is really important to talk about um in that like so if you ever kind of want to start being more active and you want to start like that healthy lifestyle or you just want to like you know get your body moving and kind of get into exercise um sometimes people get really upset when they do their first class or they do their first workout Mm -hmm. session because they're just like oh my god I was so bad at that or oh my god I really couldn't make it through that and then they just get really upset with themselves and then they don't want to continue yeah and Yeah. yeah but like it's with that like you have to just know that for let's do it for example so like if you were starting to like exercise after such a long time basically of not doing that kind of exercise or that kind of work or that kind of movement well obviously it's not going to be 110 percent like where you are right now or if like where I'm at right now right like Mm -hmm. the first one's always going to be really hard and mentally you have to be in the right mindset to be able to be like okay yes that sucked is this going to be permanent no no, this is a temporary moment, a temporary feeling, basically, and that if you keep pushing yourself past that one terrible workout session, then you're going to have like 300,000, whatever the hell number, like way better workouts from there. Like it, it only progresses from there because your body gets stronger. And even for me, when I take like a couple months off from working out, yeah, it's going to take me a second to get back there, but I'm going to get there eventually. Mm-hmm. And that's, I guess, part of the journey that you have to put yourself on, which is why, like, fitness is not only physical, it's always mental, because it's, like, that game you play. You have to, like, talk yourself into going and, like, all of that stuff. Um, The the first thing I have to say to those who want to make a change, the easiest step is really saying, I want to make a change. Once you say that, everything else will fall into place. Yeah. Yeah. And if you keep that mindset and that dedication, yes, there's going to be hard workouts. Yes, your first workout's not going to be easy, but you have taken the hardest step, which is saying, I want to change or I want mm-hmm. to do this for me. Yeah. You're just doing that already. You're already in a better place. And if you keep that mindset with you throughout your whole journey, I yeah. promise you, you'll be in a better place than yeah. where you were before. Mm-hmm. And it's always about like what I talked about last week, basically, like, if you're going to start, it has to be for a specific reason that you literally hold on to for the rest of like your journey. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it doesn't have to be like that for the rest of your journey. Like, it could be like, okay, for the first like year or the first six months while I'm starting, why am I starting? Like, why do I want to do it? And it always has to be centered around like the why. And that's what a lot of like, influencers youtubers they talk about that but Mm -hmm. it's really important because like you have to do it for a specific reason that you know it's going to help you stick through it and it also has to just be for you like you can't Mm -hmm. be like my why is because you know like I I want to look like Kylie Jenner or I want to look like whatever supermodel like it's just it's not attainable no in that like mentally it will bring you down 
and you'll feel exhausted by constantly not feeling like you're getting to that point because honestly like getting to like that body type is potentially realistic but there's so much more that goes into that type of body in that like you need to kind of get through the first hurdle of fitness Mm -hmm. in order to get to that part because part of the process with fitness is learning so much about like what's good for your body and what works for you what doesn't what food works for you etc and like if someone online is doing like this type of workout and this type of like uh, workout split like it's not maybe it'll work for them but maybe it won't work for you right so it's it's going to be different for everybody Um, and you just had to remember that but um, going into the why because we just talked about it briefly but for you you said that basically your why was because like you wanted to just um, imagine you're like 20s right yeah I wanted I always knew in my 20s I wanted to feel my best and look my best and have more confidence you know as a teenager I hated going to the fitting rooms to try on clothes because honestly, so relatable. because like I didn't like how I felt in them, and like I would yeah. buy baggy clothes that hit my figure, yeah, and just to improve my self esteem. And I was yeah. tired of it. I was tired of like crying to my mom like this wouldn't fit, yeah. Or I was tired of feeling sluggish. And I was also when I saw that picture, really that day. Like, I remember a flashback. I was just like, I don't recognize this person I've become. And I don't want to be this person anymore. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to take control of myself and say, I'm tired of feeling this way. I need to do something. And I want to do this for me. Yeah. I think what you talked about um, a second ago was, like, about when you would go into, like, the fitting rooms and try clothes on. Mm -hmm. Bro, like, that's so relatable. (laughs) I think I, I, I remember like trying on a bunch. So I would buy a lot of nice dresses for events for like dance because um, mm-hmm. we would have parties that we would go to. So I always felt like when I tried on those types of clothes or like, for example, like going onto Instagram and seeing a bunch of different outfit ideas and stuff like that, I would literally think to myself, I could never wear this because I could never pull it off. Exactly. I had this moment too where I was like, I would never dare to wear a crop top. I don't think it it would never flatter me. I would never want to wear a crop top. I would feel super uncomfortable with putting that on my body. Mm -hmm. Um, I would be uncomfortable in, I mean, I would wear like high-waisted jeans and then I'd wear a baggy t-shirt because I'm like, I don't want to, like I physically cannot and mentally cannot take me putting this on because I would not feel confident and I would always be upset whenever my friends so a lot of my friends were in high school were really skinny mm-hmm. and me being the kind of like a little taller you know a little chubbier Indian girl I was like oh my god like I can't like I can't wear the clothes like they do because I physically would look weird to them and yeah. I wouldn't feel good and then when I started like obviously like working out and like being there for myself and being healthy and taking care of my mental health and physical health obviously I think like I was just like oh my god hell yeah I can wear this shirt or I can totally wear that and I instantly had like this confidence hit me and I was like dude like I could totally wear this and I would wear it and I would feel so comfortable and I would like walk with my head up and people would notice like my friend Vishant basically he was like I can tell like you're instantly like way more confident because you can just like you just rock whatever you're doing and I'm just like thanks man but like people notice 
<laughs> I know, right? Hey, Vishon. <laughs> He's probably like, oh, hi. But yeah, like, I just, I don't know, like, once I started doing that, like, it instantly changed for me. And like, honestly, the stuff in my closet would never be there. Because I would be like, I, I can't wear that. Like, it just wouldn't look like good yeah. on me. And yeah. I think I'm kind of going through a little bit of that right now. But now that I've started to like, actually start to work out and like, being and like, becoming more consistent with it I'm like oh heck yeah I can wear this like I'll totally look I I feel good in this and I want to because it's like things that I would normally not want to and like not want to wear and then now I'm like the confidence is back and it's there and I want to be able to rock it while I'm young because I can't wear that when I'm like 45 my daughter if I have a child by then or whatever would be like uh mom I'm like I know I'm sorry I don't know about you but I'm still I'm still trying to look good when I'm 40 45 like I want to try to keep that oh yeah (laughs) well totally I'm going to be working out I'm going to be that badass mom that still can squat a bunch of weight and I'll still wear cute clothes yeah (laughs) it'll be it'll be modest clothing but it'll still be cute you know I'm not trying to give up life I'm not going to be that grandma who wears like you know sweaters from 80s or no from the 1970s like nothing grandmas we're going to be the trendy ones we're going to be the ones with the trench coats and the high heels exactly (laughs) basically (laughs) but yeah that I like how you mentioned like after you worked out and your confidence grows and it's healthy eating you just feel like you can now wear what you finally want to actually wear and it doesn't depress you mm-hmm. or make you sad. I remember yeah. um, after I lost like the first 10 pounds initially, I wanted mm-hmm. to go try on some of my sister's clothes because my sister is a slimmer frame. Hey, Amber, shout mm-hmm. out for listening to this. Hey, so. she better be. I'm <laughs> if you're not, I'm coming over and I'm stealing all of your clothes. <laughs> okay, we can ransack it together. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, I went to her closet and I was like, I want to just try this on. I don't know if it's going to fit me. I just want to see. I lost some weight. Maybe it'll look good on me. Maybe it won't. And I tried a couple of her sweaters on, a couple of her shirts on, and it actually fit over my shoulders and it fit over my stomach. And that was just a huge victory to me. And I was like, I don't care if if it's like a little stretched out or if it's a little too tight. I got it over my body and that's a victory to me. And I feel great. Yeah. And it's like, so you do the workouts and you eat healthy and then the best like the moment that like it really hits you and defines like your whole progress is when things fit better things look better and then you can see like the actual physical progress on your body so like I guess for me when I first started I could see a lot of progress in my arms and that before my arms kind of used to look like little hams um (laughs) that's so bad but they just they weren't strong they weren't toned they didn't have definition and now, like, as I just kind of, like, I always look at myself when I, this is going to be weird. Okay. But I'm going to say it anyways. Okay. So after I get out of the shower and I've already, like, you know, done my routine, mm-hmm. I literally do a power pose and I look at myself and I'm like, damn, look at those arms. I could literally Girl, you're, punch you're totally shit out of somebody and it would be great. Girl, I, do, I do the same. <laughs> I'm like, but it's. It's the confidence. It literally You put in hard work and then this hard work is rewarding you. And it's like, 
you don't even like you're not scared of clothes anymore you're not yeah. scared that they won't fit you don't you're not scared of like objection or like mm-hmm. you know something not going right because you don't care because you're yeah. you know the change is happening you feel it within yourself yeah and the changes also happen mentally too like mm-hmm. what you just said about like how you feel like you just don't care about like the clothes being like an issue mm-hmm. me personally I when I started working out I instantly got more confident and comfortable kind of talking to people and like putting myself out there um and it doesn't be like not with dating because uh, no not yet um <laughs> but like it was like with just talking to different people at like the shops like if I'm walking around or like talking to an associate because I needed help with something like I instantly felt better and I didn't feel like I was being judged for my actions um so again, like kind of goes into like with that confidence and that like once you feel really powerful within yourself, like fitness really honestly is the root of all change. Like if you feel like you're just lacking confidence, exercise. If you feel like you can't, you know, you feel uncomfortable in situations, sometimes exercise helps because it puts that it puts that confidence back in. And then when you have that confidence, you can literally do whatever and you wouldn't care. I like to say this thing all the time with my friends. Um, you know, working out my healthy fitness lifestyle didn't just make me physically stronger. It also made me mentally stronger. It helped me grow into this person of confidence. And like, okay, I came a long way from where I used to be. And I'm proud of the hard work that I put in. I'm not going to let anyone try to diminish that. Yeah. And I think another good thing about that is like, if you ever feel like sometimes the progress isn't really showing up and you don't feel like you're changing, a lot of people always say to take progress pictures. And I do agree with that um, in that it's great to take progress pictures to see like how your body's changing over time. Mm -hmm. But I definitely maybe like once every two weeks, because honestly, for me, if I did it every single day or every other, you know, like every other day, um, it would just be really draining on me in that like I wouldn't feel confident like I'd be like oh my god like yeah I'm taking progress pictures but like look there's like no change so I like to give myself like two weeks like every two weeks to do it because in like two weeks a lot can happen yeah and a lot can change um I like to just check in with myself mentally mentally and physically I just like you know maybe I'll go with myself after like a month and a half maybe I'll just like examine my body see where I am yeah maybe two weeks later you know, I don't like mm-hmm. to nitpick like every single day. Like, sure, I'll review my old pictures, but I'm not taking pictures every day. I just, you know, just for my mind's sake. So mm-hmm. I would say check in with yourself. Not like, what's that word? <laughs> like, as like, like, whatever, like a good distant interval, I guess. I would just, I like to, per- so this is what I like to personally do. Um, I just like to check in with myself mentally after a week is over. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be like, okay, how did I feel this week? How did things go for me this week? Um, did I achieve the goals I set out for myself? How was fitness this week? Like, did I, was I active this week? Um, did yeah. I, um, move my body? Did I have healthy eating habits? Um, things like that. And when I do that, it kind of helps me like check in with myself and see if I'm doing well or not Mm -hmm. and in addition to that I think I remember what I was trying to say but I try to not weigh myself a lot I 
think that that is something that's really negative to do only because, and this is specifically for women, mm-hmm. um, our body weight and our fat weight, like our fat within our body, it fluctuates so much and oh, it's very uncontrollable. And the only reason is because we're women, we have hormones, we have our monthly cycle. And during that time, like your body weight, your um, fat content, like it always fluctuates because you're always, you know, you kind of have like that water weight on you. Yeah. Um, you start to crave things. Uh, like I know that I'm close to it and I've been eating a lot of chocolate. <laughs> and I think before I started fitness, I would have totally hardcore hated on myself for that. I'd be like so upset. And I think when you change your mindset into thinking like, it's a healthy lifestyle. It's a balance. It's not, yeah. I have to be hardcore six days a week. I can't eat carbs. I can't do this. Like, I, you know, like it's a balance. And if you don't incorporate that balance into your life and that understanding that this is my life, I'm going to live it. I will work out because it makes me feel good. And I will eat healthy 80% of the time. And then 20% of the time I'll eat whatever I want, mm-hmm. like, you know, in moderation still, but I'll still do that because otherwise then you're not living your life and you just feel like, there's nothing exciting, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I used to, um, well, I used to, like, weigh my, when I first initially started out, I used to weigh myself frequently, and I didn't really understand, um, like, women's bodies, like, we do change frequently without within mm-hmm. the month. And so I would be a little hard on myself, but after doing some research, I was like, it's okay if I'm up a couple pounds. This isn't permanent. This is, as long as you feel good, and that you like you feel strong that mm-hmm. was more that's what I cared about more yeah and like I care and you know I kind of was more like let me just see body fat percentages in my looking tone that's more what I focus on more so than like weight yeah because I think weight is always gonna I don't know I feel like personally my weight always stays the same um and even when I started my weight loss journey I think I only lost like 10 pounds um which I mean, like, yeah, 10 pounds is good. But also, like, if you look at me now and if you look at me before, a lot of, like, what I lost was the fat. Mm -hmm. And when you change, like, that fat into muscle, you just instantly look slimmer. And that's why I do agree. Like, sometimes looking at the fat content is fine. Um, But just understanding that it's going to fluctuate, too, because we're women. Like, it it happens. And you can't control it because you're a woman. You – have hormones you literally you know go through that monthly cycle you also literally give birth if you have children like you go through that like so it's okay you know also if you're trying to build muscle or weight lift your weight will go up but that doesn't necessarily Mm -hmm. mean like you have fat your your muscles are taking up where that fat used to be and it's actually gonna look better on your body because the weight the muscle is lighter and denser than fat yeah exactly um so just a little bit more like in I guess we'll go into maybe some more tips and tricks and stuff Mm -hmm. um of things that will be like a little bit more advice basically for you guys to kind of have because you're like you're hearing all these great things and you're like okay yeah like this sounds really great I think I can do this like but tell me how to freaking do it so wanted to just kind of get into that so just as like for what you did when you started, what was like the, what would like kind of your workouts look like? What would you typically do? So my journey, my workouts was 
like I like to say, trial and error. So when I first started working out, I was like, I'm just going to take it easy. I'm going to ease into this process. I'm just going to do walks only on the treadmill. Um, I'm not going to do squats because I can't do jump squats. I'm not even going to attempt to hold a plank because I don't think my body can handle it. Mm -hmm. And so I started off easy. But Mm -hmm. the thing was, when I started off easy, I didn't feel like I was working myself out. And yeah, I just didn't feel like I was doing what I could. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I needed to like push myself. And I read on an article, like how to do workouts, like how to properly work out because I didn't really know. I started out. (laughs) So I, and when you first start out, you want to do whatever's easiest. (laughs) Yeah. So after I researched stuff, it was like, okay, you have to get your heart rate up. And mm-hmm. one way to tell if you're working out is your heart rate is going fast and you're sweating and literally mm-hmm. it's like no pain, no game. So exactly. So I started to, okay, maybe at the end of my workout, I can hold a plank for 30 seconds. Okay. Maybe I can do like V ups, like 10 at the end of my workout. And then I was proud of myself because I actually did it and I didn't mm-hmm. think I could. And yeah. then I started increasing my stuff and adding more things Like on the treadmill, I used to just slow walk on it. And then I was like, okay, maybe I can fast walk and then rest for like three minutes. Okay, maybe I can rest Mm -hmm. now for only two minutes. Maybe I can jog. So I just kept pushing myself and just challenging myself. And, you know, my motive for working out started to change from, okay, you need to lose weight, you need to lose weight, to becoming more. I just want to push myself. I want to see if I can actually do this because I have never been able to actually do a jump squat in my life. I've never actually been able to do a push up in my life. So mm-hmm. this like just doing that and having that little mindset, I felt like that's what helped me really get my journey going. And it's a constant motivation that I keep even now, even today, I'm still like, okay, I want to do a high intensity interval training. All right, I'm going to try two rounds, see if I can get through two rounds. Okay, if I did two rounds, maybe I can try for a third round. Yeah, I think you said a lot of really great things in that, um, and I wanted to pull from those. Mm-hmm. So one of them first being, you first started out very, like kind of steady, and yeah. I 100% agree with that because if this is my personal thing. So when I started, I had like moments, like in so I was active right throughout my life like in middle school I was mm-hmm. active in high school I was active in college I was active because I had dance or I had band so I was still getting movement so I felt like when I was starting to actually exercise like basically at OTF is where I started mm-hmm. um I was like yeah okay I can get into like being you know doing six days a week and it'd be fine um but before I started OTF I started working out at the regular gym mm-hmm. and I think I set a really, really high expectation and I would kind of beat myself up for the reality that I couldn't make that many days and I couldn't commit to that much Mm -hmm. because you're putting your body through a lot and you really need to give yourself the time to, you know, kind of get into it, feel comfortable with the rhythm. Um, And if you, I like to think of it as like, if you set yourself up for six days a week, this that's, is harsh. I feel like you're gonna like, fail. That's trainer level. Yeah, Six that's like when you're trainer level. Yeah, and 
it's good to start easing yourself in because if you set yourself up for super high amounts of times of working out, it's not going to do you any good because then you're going to really be upset if you don't make those six days because you're like, what the heck? I told myself six days a week and I didn't even do it. Like, okay, now I have to quit. Um, and the reason I say that is because I went through that too. Like I was like, okay, well, I didn't make it. So that's it. That's over. I'm not going to do this anymore. And then I would fall back. So mm-hmm. I think starting slow, starting steady, steady, and then finding things that work for you and that mm-hmm. you actually enjoy. So like if you enjoy walking and it helps your mental health, go for a walk, but don't be like a slow walk, you know, try to get your heart rate up because it's important to make sure that you're getting your heart rate up to a steady, um, it's like, we like to call it like an uncomfortable heart rate in that like when you're, when you're walking, when you're normally walking, you're like, yeah, I'm fine. Like I can do this. But when you get like into like a fast walk, like the moms do on the sidewalks, like that really gets your heart rate up. It gets your blood pumping. It gets you sweating and it has a lot of great benefits. It's really good for your mental health. It's good for your heart health. It's good for your lungs because you're working them even more and you're getting that muscle to grow mm-hmm. um so I think that that's really important to do um and then yeah like those are really th- like just important things to consider and like make sure that you are um you know noticing and being careful about so but, if you are starting out yeah start off easy because we have to assume your body's completely untrained and you have taken some time off so start off light and then mm-hmm. once you feel like your body is saying, this is too easy, I need a little bit more, something more challenging, or you want mm-hmm. to try something that you thought you could never do, that is the time. But again, also take it in moderation. Don't be like, okay, today I think I'm going to do five sets of jump squats when you haven't even attempted one. Yeah. Just start off That's a really good point. And increase mm-hmm. steadily. Yeah, that's a really good point. And then like, <laughs> I just thought of that TikTok. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's a really good point, Diane. Thank you very much for bringing that up. It's like, dude, no, but I didn't mean that. <laughs> um, but that, it, that is a good point because when you, for example, like if you want to start weight training and you want to start building muscle and here is a little tip for you. As a woman, building muscle and weight training is not going to make you bulky. It is going to lean you out women physically cannot get bulky so if you ever feel like oh I'm gonna get bulky if I lift weights that are heavy no girl do it you will be fine okay like it's it's physically impossible for women because we don't have that hormone Mm -hmm. to do that so it it just won't happen so pick up that weight you got this but um anything that works out your body completely it's something you should try. You shouldn't never shy away from something just because you're afraid of the result. Just do it. Your body might end up liking it. And everyone's mm-hmm. body turns out differently at the end of the result. Like we're not yeah. all have the same body. Some of us are a little more um, like we're going to have curvier. a little more definition on the arms. Some of us are a little curvier. So don't say, oh, I don't want to try weightlifting because I'm afraid it's going to make me bulky. Just try it. You never know yeah. how your body's going to result with it, how you're going to feel. Yeah. I personally love weightlifting because it, just, it was nice mental, like, oh, my God, I just lifted 40 pounds and did a squat with it. Like, that's amazing. I know. Yes, yeah. I, I, I do like weights. <laughs> oh, I'm like a hardcore heavy lifter. I'm, like, I'm not like a 100 pound bell yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. We maybe, should work out maybe, together. Maybe assisted. 
I will. I will assist you. Okay. I, will, we, I will make you lift heavy because I, I. I probably guarantee you, you can like lift. Okay. A train. So, um, one of the trainers at OTF told me he's like, you can basically lift your body weight. Yeah. You can squat your body weight, and I was just like, huh? No. <laughs> and he's like, yes. So he always gives me heavier weights, and I'm just like, I sir. Mean, I mean, that's true. If you can it lift a person and care- piggyback them, like you should be able to squat that weight. Exactly. Yeah. And then like kind of going back into like getting, you know, comfortable and like getting into the groove of things. Um, I think it's very important to start at a weight that you think will be challenging, but doable. Mm-hmm. Meaning like, let's say you've never done a pull up or I mean not a pull up. Like let's say you've never done a bicep curl. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Try a 10 pound. Okay. Do like a few sets. How does that make you feel? Do you think you can improve? Do you think you can add more weight or do you think it's too much? And, and I think this is what my dad told me too. He's like, try to see how it's like doing a couple reps. And if it was easy, add more weight because mm-hmm. you can do it. Um, and then I even adjust at the end of my workouts. Like, yeah, I like if I feel like, okay, I really want to finish with a good finisher, I will go up like in weight. Mm-hmm. So you do, you're constantly adjusting weights. Yeah, you don't really ever, are. Don't ever feel like you should be stuck in one because mm-hmm that it's like you can try everything and you're still going to work out your body to the best that I can. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also really important. Um, one of the tips that I was going to give that's really helpful and that a lot of people talk about, but start recording the weights that you use. So like, let's mm-hmm. say you do a bicep curl and you did it at 10 pounds each arm. Okay. And then you did that for a couple months and then you got better and you got stronger and then you went up to 12. Starting to like kind of record those numbers is really good both physically because then you can see where you kind of were at previously and then you can either increase or decrease or Mm -hmm. stay at that level, not decrease or like, and you can see like how well you're doing over time and you can see that progression and that really helps you mentally, Mm -hmm. um, which is a really good thing to do. And um, I think when I started to like lift weights, because obviously OTF does that, Mm -hmm. um, I think I would kind of shy away from heavier lifting because I didn't think I could do it. And then obviously I had coaches yell at me and throw weights at me. (laughs) Like they're like, no, like you can do it. So they'd give me heavier weights and then I would try it out. And I'm like, oh, well, dang, I can do this. So you just kind of have to push yourself and Mm -hmm. really just believe that you can do it because your body's not going to tap out. Trust me, I know that it's intimidating. So my gym where I weightlifted there was like that weightlifting section with all the guys in it and they're lifting heavy weights whether mm-hmm. you're lifting a small weight or a heavy weight just try to lift the weight and if you can increase mm-hmm. increase and I used to be embarrassed and I was like oh I'm lifting like 10 pounds or 20 pounds I'm gonna go in this little corner and like hopefully no one's look at me while I do this and now mm-hmm. I'm just like I don't care this is where I'm at in my fitness journey I'm gonna lift 30 pounds this is hard for me or I'm going to mm-hmm. do a bicep curl with 12 pound weights this is hard yeah. for me but I'm doing it and I'm pushing my body and you know I just you have to get comfortable with it and I sort of learned yeah. like you know these people they're not working out for me I'm working out and I just need to ignore them and do my workout yeah that's also a really good point um and that like if you're ever trying to go to the gym one a good recommendation is always go with the buddy because sometimes Mm -hmm. it makes it a little less intimidating especially if you're starting out um and then you have that other person there with you 
Two, understand that the people that are working out there probably have been working out for a really long time. Um, so if they're lifting heavy, it's fine. Like that's their journey and their process, like and their progress. Yours is different in that you're just starting out or you've been going there for a couple of months. You just have to understand that everyone's going to be different and, yeah. and it's going to be your process. Yeah. And remember, everyone started out where you're starting. Mm-hmm. Like you may not be at the same point in time, but someone was there with you mm-hmm. at that moment where guy, you were at. Probably where you were at. Yeah. Like he was probably a string bean and look at him now. <laughs> like <laughs> not saying that you're a string bean, but I'm just saying like everybody started at that point that you're starting at. And then another good thing is that like, Bro, like nobody in the gym cares. So if you're no. just doing your own thing, no one's gonna look at you and be like, "Oh my god, look at that person in the corner that can't even squat." Like, no, no one cares. Mm-hmm. Everyone's in their own zone and their own mindset. And also, everybody understands the process of working out and how, mm-hmm. like, how mentally exhausting it can be sometimes. Because you're just like, you know, if you don't see the progress right away, or if you don't see like the things that you wanted to set your mind to, like, not happening, it's it's a lot and you're going to have like those days where it feels like that. So people in the gym understand that. And like, they're not going to be like, Oh, what the heck? Like, why can't you do that? Like, no, like you do, you do your own thing and no one's going to care. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but so just going into a little bit more, um, just so that way people can get a little bit more information. Mm -hmm. Um, were there any like mistakes that you made along the way of your fitness journey? Yeah. So I would say, so when I describe my fitness journey, I kind of mean like my health and lifestyle journey as Mm -hmm. well, because there's the saying, you're, if you're doing this healthy lifestyle, it's not only just working out, it's also Mm -hmm. eating healthy and eating clean yeah, and feeding the body that your, your body, the nutrition that it needs. Mm -hmm. There's this saying, um, 80% diet, 20% working out. So that means- 80% of like, if you want to lose weight, or you want to put on weight, or you know, you just want to change and make your body healthier, 80% of that is going to come from your diet. And 20% of that is actually just going to come from working out. Yeah. And so I didn't really understand that in the beginning. I so when I initially started my journey, I did the wrong diets, I would skip a meal. Or my meal will be so small because I felt that anything I put into my body would just diminish my hard work, which was yeah. completely wrong. Yeah. Um, it was it's only, like so negative. Yeah. It was only <laughs> after I was, um, one night I was doing like a bunch of research workout wise and diet wise because I felt like my diet was not working for me because obviously I wasn't like, I wasn't giving my body the nourishment that I needed. Mm-hmm. And after I did that night of research, I realized I my whole I was doing it completely wrong. Yeah. When you're working out, your body is taking the fuel that it burned, but you also have to remember your body needs new fuel, healthy fuel to put into it to help burn the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really true. Eighty. De- it's definitely eighty percent diet, twenty percent working out, and. Mm-hmm. The reason that sometimes I sometimes I would beat myself up for missing a day, but now I don't because honestly, like your life is going to sometimes throw shit at you and you're not going to be able to get into a workout and it's not the yeah, end of the world. Definitely. So just have to understand that. But if you are still relatively eating healthy that day, 
then if you didn't work out, like, who cares, dude? Like, you still did really well and you ate really well. And a healthy eating, as much as it sounds like it's not that bad, it's so hard. And especially in college, when there's just like really long nights of constantly studying, you just want Taco Bell. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to eat clean, but trust yeah. me, once you eat clean, your body will reject any processed food or fast food that it had before. Like I've I had, re- like I remember, like you and me would go to brunch, and then the next mm-hmm. day, I and it was totally worth it. But then the next yeah. day, I would go work out at the gym, and I would be like, oh, I regret I'd feel it. So blobby. Like I would be on the treadmill, being like, oh, this hurts. Yeah, because your body's like. Your body basically needs the pro- like it needs whole foods, whole ingredients, no processed stuff because that's what it needs to thrive and to function. And then whenever you put processed foods in there, it's just like, what is this? I cannot do it. Don't give it to me. Like, <laughs> sorry, but wow. I think it's really true. And a lot of the times when people think like, oh, if I'm gonna be working out and then if I eat, it's gonna basically ruin everything, like you said. Um, yeah. And I think. Over time, when you learn that it's it's very important to make sure that you understand the that food is fuel. Like food helps you basically get through the day. And if so, like for example, if you work out and you do a bunch of weight training and then you do some cardio and you burn like five hundred calories, let's say for example, because I think an example would best explain this. Um, But let's say that's what you do, Mm -hmm. Um, and after your workout. Let's say you don't eat anything. You're like, no, I'll be good. And then maybe that day you have like a burrito that's like, you know, like a breakfast burrito with like egg whites, stuff like that, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then you have like a healthy salad, but the salad doesn't have protein. It's like, you know, some lettuce with some like cucumbers and tomatoes mm-hmm. and like, that's it. And then you have like, let's say like a small piece of chicken or whatever. Like, let's say you just don't eat as much. You don't get enough balance in that, you know, those meals. Um, your body literally will not be able to function properly. And if you do end up kind of eating like that way, then the hard work that you put in basically it, does get thrown out the window. Because it's never going to show. Yeah, exactly. And it's not going to properly fuel your body. And you're not going to see results. And it's, you're not going to feel good mentally. Yeah. And... I like to think of it as a balance. So whenever I work out, like let's say I did burn 500 calories and this is like my numbers and obviously it could be different for everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and this doesn't have to scare you. I don't want it to scare anybody, but I, uh, let's say I have like 1800 calories and I burn 500 calories then I can that day have 500 more calories because my body needs that. Exactly. Because I lost those calories. I still need to intake them in order to be at a balance. And in order to still get the nutrients and the proteins, carbs, fats, whatever for that day, because it's going to help me fuel my body. I'm going to have more energy and the work that I put in is going to show. So I always like to make sure like after a workout, I have protein because in order to build those muscles that you worked super hard on in the gym, you need to have some protein. So that way your muscles can be like protein. I can grab it and then I can use it towards whatever like bicep muscle. And then they can use that to build, you know? And if you don't give your body, like, that nutrient that it needs, it's going to be like, well, what do I do? Like, how do I – where do I get it? And then they kind of shut down. Also, everyone's diet is going to be a little bit different. 
yeah. depending on what your body needs and what you feel like you like. So mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you a little story. So when I first started working out, and this was literally the summer that I started working out in 2017, mm-hmm. I would burn 500 calories in the gym. Okay, mm-hmm. do some cardio, do some like um, ab workouts, maybe do my arms. And that was 500 calories. And then I would go hang out with my friends and I would order a salad and a coconut water. And that was mm-hmm. it. That was all I ate. Ooh. It was, it was not good. I would feel like tired and I would feel it was just not the best. And I feel so stupid yeah. saying it, but I really should have done the research before making mm-hmm. dumb decisions because I just thought, okay, if I want to get the body that I want, I shouldn't eat because like it's going to ruin my hard work, which was the opposite. Mm-hmm. But now I know, you know, I need to eat protein like eggs and like egg whites. I know, mm-hmm. okay. Um, I used to not eat carbs at all, but I'm like, okay, I need to eat the right carbs and like everything in moderation. Carbs are not the enemy, people. (laughs) I used to think that for a while and I'd think that if I ate too much, it would be bad. But as I like kind of started going through my fitness journey, I realized that like I needed carbs Mm -hmm. because I would physically notice myself getting really tired. And I talked to one of my coaches and I was like, hey, like, I don't know why, but I just get so tired. And he's like, you're probably not taking in like taking in enough carbs and you need to have the right carbs like the whole grain uh brown rice or whole wheat tortilla or what like the whole wheat bread whole whole wheat wheat pasta things that are like less processed um because your body needs those carbs that's energy that's literally energy for your body so and then yeah I so I after I did my day of research my month of research I was started to notice what food groups I want to put into my body and what food groups I don't and I started to eat more so I was like okay I'm gonna have oatmeal in the morning there's my source of carbs source of fiber done okay mm-hmm. I'm gonna eat a salad my salad should have protein it could be like a fish a lean protein or it could be a chicken um it can even be like a a veggie with protein mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if you're vegetarian too like I do tofu a lot yeah um the worst part about being vegetarian I had and like I already know is that like it's just really hard to get protein sources Mm -hmm. in so I definitely protein powder comes in because there's like yeah like I have to have the pea powder protein because like the whey protein with the milk in it really upsets my stomach oh Um, there we go yeah, lentils. Well, we're Indian. We eat lentils. I think yeah. we just forgot that <laughs> because it's like a basic thing. Yeah. But those are really good sources of protein. Yeah. And then um, slowly, and then I started to notice that like dairy doesn't quite agree with me and my body. It kind of made me mm-hmm. sluggish. So I made the switch from dairy to non-dairy. Like I use almond milk or oat milk in my drinks now, like my coffee. And mm-hmm. best decision that, ever. That was the best decision ever. It cleared up my skin. It cleared up yeah. how I felt. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, once I started, so I started to incorporate more healthy food groups into my diet versus going from bad eating to not eating to all to now taking in all the food groups mm-hmm. and eating more fruits and veggies. Like I would snack, um, I used to bad snack. So during my freshman teen, if I had class, I would be like, okay, I'm going to go get hot Cheetos real quick. Same class. (laughs) I've done it so many times. And now, and now I try to like be like, okay, no, because that's like that's that's not good for me. Yeah, yeah, I have it every now and then. But when I was a freshman in college, I would have like hot Cheetos like every day. Yeah, which is not good. It's okay to have it like maybe once a month or once a week. Mm -hmm. 
or twice, like once every two weeks, like it's okay to have bad food because this other YouTuber basically said like, if you have 80% of your food that you eat is healthy, then 20% can be bad. You can have a cookie or two, like who cares? Like it's not going to ruin the progress and it's not going to make you keep like hold on fat. Like it's totally fine. And also as long as you're within the calories that you're supposed to take within that day, like you're still fine. Yes, but I but this was during my freshman year, so I would eat it every yeah. day. Yeah. So I, I a big change for me was that uh, changing my unhealthy snacks into healthy snacks. So like I started to pack like apples with almond butter. That's my healthy mm-hmm. snack. Or I would take a bowl of strawberries or a cantaloupe, and that's my healthy snack. Yeah. And um, every now and then, it's okay to like eat like unprocessed food. Again, everything in moderation. So like. Yeah. As and we're as human beings. Being, we need to be yeah. really gentle with ourselves and understand that, like, it's not going to be perfect if I want, all the time. If I want a scoop of ice cream, as long as I'm clean eating and everything in moderation, I can go ahead and have a scoop of ice cream. Or the whole pint. Or the whole pint, because there are days. It is, there are days where you just kind of need the whole pint. There are days and where I will eat a bag of, like, popcorn or like a whole bag. Yeah, I've done that bag. once. That was really bad, but it's okay. It's okay. Didn't regret it at no. all. I took care I of it the next day. Yeah, I think one time I had, or no, this past week I literally had. So Trader Joe's sells like now that it's holiday season, they sell mm-hmm. those chocolate stars, the oh. shortbread chocolate stars, oh and I, bro, those are my weakness. I had like six a day, and they're tiny, so it's fine. Yeah, but I they're like really tiny though. I know, so it's fine, but also at the same time, like I had so many, and I was just like. Ugh. It's that time of the month, but whatever, yeah. it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but definitely having healthy snacks within the week is really, or within the day is really good. Um, I think someone told me you're supposed to have five meals a day. Um, and if that's overwhelming, like three meals a day, you have to start slow mm-hmm. and you have to start building up because nothing's going to happen right away. Um, so you could have like three meals a day, but if you're going to do the hypothetical five a day, um, you have to just make sure that every single, like, you'll have three main meals and then two snacks, but you have to make sure that, like, in order to get a balanced meal and a balanced diet, you need to have, like, a good enough protein, like a protein source, you need to have a good carb, mm-hmm. and you need to have a healthy fat. So you yeah. could do apple with peanut butter, because, avocado. and avocados are good healthy fats, um, good, like, snacks to eat. I know it's kind of weird, but you can get, like, a boiled egg and eat that. Because um, it has good fats and protein, yeah. and it's a lot easier to break up like the meals within that to get to like where you need to. Um, and also, a really important thing that I didn't realize is drinking so much water. Oh my god, I was waiting for you to like break up. Oh yeah, yeah. Basically, so, you have to have like so much water. So basically, you just described my diet. I do three meals yeah. a day and two snacks throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And then, like, sometimes if I feel like it, if I feel like I did good, maybe a dessert. Or yeah. probably a dessert. Yeah. Maybe I'll yeah. out one of my healthy snacks with an healthy <laughs> snack. But it will be portion controlled and in moderation. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I'm so glad you brought up the water thing. Because mm-hmm. um, when I was in my crazy research mode, I keep bringing this up. But it's <laughs> true. <laughs> um, when I was in research mode, I saw an article that said, if you are feeling hungry or you feel like you want to eat something, sometimes your brain uh, mistakes the signal for thirst with hunger. 
Yeah. So sometimes when you feel like you want to eat something, most of the time you're just thirsty or you're dehydrated. Mm -hmm. So when I saw that article, I was like, oh, I'll try it out. And then when I felt hungry, I would take a sip of water. Obviously, um, this will happen in the morning after my meal, sometimes before lunch, and I'll just take a sip of water. Um, And it really helped. I felt like that pang for hanger or hanger, hunger. Anger. I said anger. (laughs) (laughs) That thing for hunger went away. Yeah. And so I learned that you have to, most of the time you're dehydrated. So you have to end up drinking, you have to drink 64 ounces of water. Yeah. I think I read this thing online where it's like whatever your body weight divided by two is how many ounces of water you you have to drink. Um, But I think it, it's probably like, so for me, I drink, I have a hydro flask and it's um, a 40 ounce hydro flask. Mm -hmm. So I try to drink two or three of those a day and I'll break it up where like I have one in the morning, one in the afternoon, one in the evening. So that way I'm periodically drinking water because water honestly helps with detoxing your body. So all of those weird fad diets of like detox teas and like juice cleanses Mm -hmm. are stupid. And it's okay to on, you know, have a, like a juice, like, because it's still good. And like, I like to drink, some of the turmeric juices for like immune health and that's yeah. totally fine but people who go on juice cleanses but you shouldn't rely on juice cleanses yeah like they're not going to do any really good thing if you want to like kind of detox your body the best way to detox your body is drinking water water because that's going to flush everything out mm-hmm. and also, then the juice is just extra random stuff put in there and like you don't need it good for your skin for your nails mm-hmm. for your hair like one good for your acne if you break out yeah. a lot like it helps like keep that kind of calm once your body Um, once you stop eating processed sugared or you limit your processed sugared and then you start taking in water your skin's gonna clear up and you're gonna notice like this healthy glow over it Mm -hmm. honestly though and I can tell right now because since I've been working a lot I haven't been able to drink a lot of water which really sucks but um I notice a difference in my skin that like before when I would drink so much water my skin would look dewy and kind of hydrated Mm -hmm. and then because I'm not my skin looks a little dull so water definitely plays a lot of key roles and that also when you do work out I think Dr. Golia the (laughs) uh, Kardashians their nutritionist that they also like to see but he talked about like water intake and he said that if you work out for 30 minutes or whatever you need to make sure that you have like three glasses of water after that Oh, for because sure. Because you lost a lot of water weight, so you mm-hmm. need to replenish the body with the water. Yeah. Um, and another thing that I re- I didn't read about it. I think I saw it online um, like a, on, like, a video or something. But it basically said that, like, a lot of the water that we drink um, doesn't have, like, the essential electrolytes that mm-hmm. we need and, like, the essential minerals that they kind of strip away when they make, like, 100% purified water. Mm-hmm. Um, and your body kind of needs, like, those salts and that water because I also talked to my doctor about this too, because I think I was like getting really lightheaded sometimes. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's probably because your salt intake is not high enough. Um, so I always try to like drink a couple of waters a day, maybe that have like the electrolytes in it, because yeah. that really like, does help replenish the salts in your body. A good one was life water. Yeah. There is essence. My favorite actually is, um, it's this, it's coconut water, because coconut water, pure coconut water is pure uh, the best unfiltered coconut water already has those essential minerals it actually has more potassium and electrolytes mm-hmm. than a banana and gatorade yeah. and it's natural and it has 
uh, minerals like sodium in there. Not too much, but like you know, a good enough that you're the good enough amount that the minerals that your body needs. Yeah. And so after what I if I have a really intense day of working out, I like to replenish my body with um, harmless coconut water. I think it's called. You can get it at Costco. Yeah, they have like um, a bunch of different ones. They have like the one that I don't know what the brand's called, but it's um, a white bottle with like the pink inside. Yeah, that's, water. that's the one I get. It's with the green okay. cap. Yeah, yeah, that one's really good. I love that one. And honestly, it, the coconut water, it just really, it has electrolytes in there. So it really quickly helps replenish your body. Mm-hmm. And it's really good to sometimes even have like one a day um, mm-hmm. because it instantly hydrates you. Um, it gets those electrolytes that you need in your body. Um, there's another water bottle that I always like my mom buys I'm not sure what it's called but um it has like a a lot of different electrolytes that we always like you need in your body so I always try to incorporate some like that um and water really though it does like help with a lot of different things and I think it's important to also make sure that you incorporate drinking a lot because Mm -hmm. it's going to help you out even with your fitness journey too like it's going to help you replenish all the water that you lost when you sweat um, and it's going to make you feel instantly hydrated. So you don't feel sluggish throughout mm-hmm. the day. And stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so do you have any final tips and tricks that you would like to give our viewers before we wrap it up? <laughs> yeah. So let's see. Keep pushing yourself as you did in the beginning of your journey, as you are now, if you're in the middle, if you're at the end, if you're still going, just keep pushing yourself. Mm-hmm. Also, let's see. Um, if you're not feeling that comfortable working out in the gym, find a buddy to go with you Mm -hmm. and your buddy will be there to help you feel comfortable. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be like going to the gym. You can just go on a walk in your neighborhood or go on a hike or you can do, um, like body weight workouts in the backyard, whatever makes you comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, cause that comfort level will build over time. Um, as you build that confidence within yourself and then you'll be able to like rock that gym session in the weight room with all those weird bulky men yeah. trying to lift weights oh well, you know also I just thought um so I actually am not working out at the gym right now something that quarantine has taught me is that I actually don't need a gym to get a good workout I mm-hmm. have learned to adapt my workout in the backyard and I actually don't need like even the heavy weight equipment I can just my cardio now these days are either walking or going on a jog, jump mm-hmm. roping. Um, I have a, a medicine ball, which is great for overall. Mm-hmm. Um, resistant bands are my favorite. Yeah, and, you really don't need much. And if you feel like, okay, maybe the gym's not for me, maybe an at-home workout is not for me, maybe try working out in nature. Like Doing hikes are my favorite thing in the world because it's a total – overall body workout if you want to mm-hmm. do more nature stuff like go swimming try that you know there's yeah. a different workout or different fitness lifestyle for everyone yeah and so. it doesn't have to always be like intense working out because mm-hmm. everybody's goals are different everybody's like level of fitness is different mm-hmm. and that like whatever you feel comfortable in like for example mine could be like that I love doing hit and weightlifting but mm-hmm. someone else could be like hiking or pilates or swimming like it's different for everybody so just know that whatever makes you happy is all you have to focus on yeah like my sister for example she's a hot yoga girl I'm totally not 
I'm, I'm it was more, so hard. I'm more of a cardio, um, hit interval training kind of girl. So that's more my jam. But yeah, it, whatever one of those classes, and it was so hard. Whatever, like so much. Yeah, it, it was just not for me. So whatever floats your boat and whatever works for you, go ahead and do it. Exactly. But yeah, just keep pushing yourself and just know that the goals that you probably had at the beginning of your fitness journey are probably going to change. And that like the goals that I had at the beginning are definitely not the goals I have now, maybe to some extent in that I'm still doing it for me and I want it for the mental health aspect. But now I kind of have different goals and that I kind of want to grow, um, my weights and like you know learn to push myself more or maybe I want to no I don't want a Kim Kardashian but that'd be weird yeah. but like, like I want to have some nice tonedness you know and yeah. if I have a butt that's like a Kim Kardashian then sure <laughs> but I'm not putting it out there that I want that <laughs> no for sure my emotions have definitely changed you know for me it was like okay I gotta lose this weight I gotta lose this weight and then it changed more about okay I want to push myself I want to do stuff that I never thought I could before Mm -hmm. and now it's more about like okay I want to tone up I want to see more definition in myself I want to see that hard work come into play yeah another good thing um that I think I forgot to mention but if you kind of feel like this could be something that could help you um definitely write down like so some people journal and I've been recently starting to journal a little bit more mm-hmm. um but I wish I kind of did it a little sooner when I started my fitness journey because I think sometimes when you write down in your journal how you're progressing through the it doesn't have to be every day but like at the end of the month you can write out how you kind of felt about mm-hmm. like your workouts and stuff um what changed what went like what improved how you've been feeling and then kind of doing that continuously and then you know at the end of the year you can go back and look at it and be like wow like look at when I started and how I was feeling and how it's progressed over time it like instantly kind of puts that confidence back in and like that positivity that you were like looking to gain um and I definitely think that that really helps you if you feel like sometimes you're not doing the best or you feel like oh maybe this is like maybe I like am I actually getting like the results am I actually feeling like I'm improving and then like physically seeing the results obviously and then kind of looking back and seeing at what you've been talking about really helps kind of solidify that um obviously you don't have to if you don't want to and you can kind of do a mental check for yourself but Mm -hmm. I think that that's something that could be helpful too yeah definitely Mm -hmm. cool um I think that basically covers everything yeah I know that we talked for a really long time but honestly (laughs) Anytime I talk about fitness, I just keep going on and on and oh, on. And I'm sure there were things I missed, but that's okay. So, yeah. Well, thank you for joining me on today's episode. I had a really great time talking with you. Me too. It was um, very enlightening, like, just talking yeah. about both our journeys and, like, how far we come and like right you know I love being open about this and I, I I know this topic is sensitive but you know the more open you are the better yeah that's really true can be. Mm-hmm. if you ever feel like you're struggling or if you don't feel like things are going well it's always good to talk to somebody mm-hmm. um, and relay that those feelings because then you know sometimes they can help you um, get past that and it's really good to do that so mm-hmm. Yeah, but thank you for joining me. I hope You're you had welcome. a good time. I did. Um, I had a really great time talking too. <laughs> um, so 
thank you guys for listening to today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, this is definitely the second episode in the series of like fitness and health and wellness and also mental health. So if you didn't listen to last week's episode, definitely listen to that to get insight onto why I started um, and how I've grown to love fitness and how my passion for fitness has grown and how it's changed over time. Um, and and <clears throat> whoa, my voice crackled. Tune in for next week's episode because it'll be a little bit more of the mental health side of fitness. And then the next couple of weeks, we're going to be doing a really great episode. So make sure you're following me on Instagram to be in the loop of when these episodes come out. And if I potentially ask poll questions, because I think I want to do that, um, where I just kind of do like like those Instagram polls where I'm like, oh, like, ask me questions and then we can feature them in the episode and I can just get to know what you guys want to know and what you guys want to hear. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed it and I will talk to you in my next one. Bye.